In today's episode, Nicole speaks Facebook optimization and how it is one of the most integral yet undervalued online advertising solutions in today's internet-driven world. So uh, this week I'm talking about Facebook optimization, uh, which is basically um, whatever strategy you're going to use um, to increase your organic reach. So Facebook is fantastic for ads and I strongly encourage ads and setting up uh, sales funnels. They work uh, incredibly. There's not a lot of people in this industry that do them very well. I tend to see a lot of people investing tens of thousands of dollars in websites. And um, of course, if you have a consumer who comes to your website um, with so many different procedures you have to offer, they can tend to get lost and um, a confused customer is never going to convert and, um, and buy or find your call to action page within your website. So uh, having a landing page, which is tailored to what they want and need is, is always ideal and you will definitely get a significantly higher conversion if the ad that they click on goes to what they think the ad's about, not just a homepage, and, um, and of course is relative to what they're actually interested in. So um, optimizing your Facebook page is primarily about trying to get the most out of your Facebook business page without having to invest any money. However, if you do, uh, you want to make sure that you are getting the most bang for your buck with your ads. So you want to get that ad cost down as low as you can and get as much reach as possible. You will notice when you just um, are boosting a post that it will always give you an, a range of how many people that post is going to reach for that amount of money. If that post is not a great post and uh, your page is not optimised or the post is uh, flagged as, as clickbait and whatnot, you will reach the lowest number um, or you may even find that the ad's not um, not approved. So um, what we're going to cover today is engagement, um, originality, which is very important to have a good Facebook page, loyalty, um, that obviously it's hard to gain a new follower. You want to be able to keep them and want to have followers who go, are going to ultimately spend money in your business. This is all about, um, you know, the reason why you invest so much time and money into social media is so that you can generate leads and so that you can nurture your current clients and keep them as lifelong clients. Um, retention and um, see how you're doing. How can you um, self-regulate? How can you hold uh, yourself and your business accountable? So um, this is primarily, this presentation is primarily designed for people who cannot afford to um, invest in outsourcing their social media. If you can, of course, that's wonderful. And um, there's lots of really great people who will help you optimise your Facebook page. Um, so what does engagement mean? So engagement means uh, when you have, so obviously we've got this table here of people, um, which would be in a real life scenario. So people are engaging with each other and then they're, they're bouncing the ideas off each other um, and they'll, for instance, maybe go away and talk to someone else about what happened at the meeting and then that person will converse with them and the interaction and um, the dialogue continues far beyond the kitchen table. So, um, or the work table, I should say. 
So we want to have meaningful um, human connections. So, um, you know, back in, I guess, the 60s, you see, you know, ads for, for Camel cigarettes and, and all different um, companies who pay for huge billboard ad campaigns. And, you know, 10 million cars or eyeballs might walk, might drive or walk past the, the huge billboard in Times Square. And this is an amazing ad campaign. However, um, what you're doing is you're creating brand awareness. And yes, people might be attracted to the model that's, you know, wearing the Calvin Klein undies or um, the Camel cigarettes or whatever the, the ad may be. But at the end of the day, it's not creating a human connection. We all know it's an ad. We know you've paid for that ad and, um, and we know that you want us to spend your money, to spend our money with you. Uh, a human connection is very different because it means that people, are, someone's buying from another person. It means that they or from the business, a business that they see um, values that they have reflected in that business. So they want to support that business. Um, so what we want to do as um, Facebook optimize uh, robots, <laughs> I'm saying robots because um, obviously AI and being a Facebook platform, we're not robots. This does require a lot of uh, human intelligence because uh, it's a human connection and that is something robots can't do. However, we want to um, spark interactions between people so we don't just want people to tag a friend we want people to tag a friend with dialogue and then for that friend to write back and say hey tagging the person who originally tagged them yes isn't this funny or couldn't you imagine this and and to actually have a conversation on your post um, create debate conversation thought emotion um, anything that's a, a meaningful uh, interaction that someone has to obviously put thought into not just saying, oh yeah, scroll, scroll, scroll. Um, it's just another ad. So, um, and look, people do ads all the time without investing in ads. A post that's saying, um, you know, 50% off, even though that may not be um, set up as a Facebook ad or boosted as a Facebook ad, it's still an ad and it's an, it's an organic, organic post, but it's still an ad. Um, so Facebook will increase your distribution for videos that inspire friend to friend or person to person engagement. Uh, and this is a, a huge area that's been growing for uh, years now on Facebook. And um, videos can be highly edited. They can be original and produced by yourself. And I've been encouraging people for years to think of themselves as a producer and create really cool content um, through videography. So um, connections in this new internet era how are we going to achieve them? And how are we going to um, provoke a meaningful interaction? If we're continually promoting our services and our products, is that really a meaningful reaction? Or is it just the same as having a billboard? The difference with a billboard is that you actually do have a certain amount of cars or people drive past. Facebook will decrease your reach. So you will uh, struggle to get your post seen by everybody. So how are we gonna do this? Um, interact directly with your audience. So you need to be an active um, contributor to conversations happening in the comments section of your posts, engaging with your audience on a personal level, as this will help your brand to have more meaning. Uh, this can be time consuming, this can be difficult. Uh, sometimes I struggle with this because I'm receiving messages at the same time as receiving uh, emails, phone calls, and, um, and of course, comments on a post um, visually. And ultimately, 
There's a lot of people that will see the comments and your replies to the comments that will not comment or engage in the post. So when you see uh, the reach or the views and then you think, well, gosh, the, the comments or the, the likes don't correspond with that number, um, that, that tells you that a lot of people have seen the post, have seen the comments and, um, and have seen your reply but haven't engaged. And that's okay, that's fine. But if you don't engage at all and you have all these people commenting that you don't respond to, it looks like you don't care. You just threw it out there. And um, you need to ask questions. So a great way to encourage debate, thought, uh, conversations is to ask questions. If you ask very closed questions or if you ask questions that are going to have a really obvious answer, um, it can be flagged as, as clickbait and, um, and just a, a tactic that you're using to create comments, not as a genuine post with genuine thought behind it and that's actually um, contributing to the community. So um, another uh, good point talking about uh, clickbait, which I'm going to mention numerous times the word clickbait because it's um, definitely um, a no-no for Facebook optimization. It will destroy your Facebook page. Um, don't uh, post a post with um, copy, with writing at the top and then obviously, you know, the link to your or picture to your website or whatever or to your, your page. Uh, and and lie. Don't um, make out as if your post is going to be about X, but it's really about Y when they click on it. If people click on your post and it's not about what you say it's about, or it's totally off par, and you've um, a lot of people do this on YouTube, um, and um, but Facebook will penalise you for that. Facebook will decrease your reach. So a good example would be um, uh, Britney Spears goes to um, Nicole Salon and um, and I could, you know, put this on YouTube and, you know, Britney Spears goes to Nicole's Salon and maybe, you know, throw a, a Britney Spears song in there that I'm, you know, taking off or whatnot without breaching copyright. Um, but when people click on that and they expect to see a YouTube video with Britney Spears in it and they see me doing some sort of takeoff and then talking about, my eyebrow feathering and um, you know laser hair removal that's clearly they've been misled and um, and I've used Britney Spears and her name to to rank highly um, you know for SEO and and for searching um, you know people do it as well especially with YouTube so that um, their video comes up at the top or when somebody's searching out you know Bruno Mars or Britney Spears or any of these you know people um, so that you come up and you get found and and it works a treat you know they get heaps and heaps and heaps of views but also they get a lot of very disappointed people because um, you know the post is really not what they said it's going to be uh, it's the same thing on Facebook you shouldn't mislead people just to get the click um, so how does um, how does it being Facebook um, connect us and the the way that Facebook connects us is through authenticity. There is nothing more disappointing than um, when you think that somebody is somebody and they're not. There was actually a show on, Netf on Netflix called The Circle and, um, and there were people that pretended to be somebody else. So, um, you know, unfortunately that happens. 
sometimes people do create fake personas and um, personalities and businesses and whatnot. And it's extremely misleading, extremely frustrating. And that would be the extreme end. Um, but, you know, as a business, if you want your page to do well, you need to be authentic in everything that you do because that's how you're going to create meaningful reaction uh, interactions. And that's really easy to say, but people are like, oh, what does authenticity mean? Like, you know, how do I prove that I'm authentic? You prove that you're authentic or can be authentic by not using clickbait. And I, oh my God, I've worked with so many people who said, we want to do a competition. And our competition is going to be like, share, follow, you know, tag three friends. And then we're going to be like huge on social media. <laughs> and then I try to explain to them that, well, for a start, you're actually going to decrease your reach on social media because you'll be viewed as clickbait. You'll be flagged for engagement baiting. But on top of that, the people who follow you as a result of wanting to win an iPad or, um, you know, wanting to go on a, a trip or come to the clinic and spend $1,000, whatever it is, they're only following you for the prize. They're not following you because they're potential clients of yours. So you, you're starting off um, by asking someone to be your friend and to like you because you're paying them to or because they can win something. It really just doesn't work for so many reasons. And um, that unfortunately, there, there is no get, get rich quick scheme. There is no, I'm going to be an overnight influencer. Here's the magic sauce. Um, you know, it's the same as, as buying likes. It really is. You are buying likes. You're saying to somebody, I will, you can potentially win $5,000 or um, a holiday if you follow, like, and five of your friends like my page. It's, it's exactly the same as buying likes. It's, it's just um, never, ever, ever a good strategy. You're better off spending that money on um, creating content. So um, sharing schemes. So if you do do well on social media and you do um, create a, a loyal audience, you will get approached by people, um, which organisations that are also referred to as a content mill and these are companies who um, want people to click on their articles or to go to their landing page so they will ask to be able to post on your page and uh, they'll ask for access to your ads manager and um, they um, they often you know do contracts and whatnot but they significantly decrease your Facebook reach. It may sound really good in the beginning because they are very, very good at selling themselves and how great they'll be and how amazing it is. It's like a guest post on your website, um, but you're going to get great engagement. You're going to get more followers. Um, you know, we're helping you with your page, uh, but Facebook actually will enforce um, and will take force, sorry, to stop this. And they do not like it. And um, it's, it's a third-party plugin, so you, know, you need to be careful. You shouldn't be having multiple third parties posting to your site, especially if you're using a, um, a scheduling system. Um, so videos are ultimately the best and simplest way to create authentic interaction and, um, and a meaningful interaction. So um, original videos reflect your unique voice 
um, your values and um, the value of the page. So your page's value to a person depends on um, what you can give that person. Why are they going to follow you? And what are they going to get out of it in return? So I haven't put a lot of love into this page. I haven't given anyone a reason to follow or like the page because I've been busy within other aspects of the business. So I didn't need to, um, to invest time in growing the Facebook presence. Of course, with COVID-19 and having uh, the time and, and pretend, well, losing and potentially losing, but pausing the majority of my clients, I have obviously decided to invest in my Facebook and how can I provide something to my audience or to the people who follow me um, is what I'm doing now by doing this video, by trying to, to educate and, um, and help others with their digital marketing journey. So um, you're learning about me as I do these videos and um, you're also getting to know me and it's costing me nothing apart from obviously the light ring and, um, and my cup of tea. <laughs> um, so um, editorialization is, um, is making sure that your footage is distinctive and can't be found anywhere else on Facebook. So you own the footage and um, the content that your video is producing. Um, so creators and publishers will get rewarded for doing good videos. Now, obviously I'm not very creative. I've come in, I've created a presentation. I'm talking about it and talking it through it like a PowerPoint, death by PowerPoint. Um, but if I was to, you know, um, be Tina Sparkles and do something really cool about hand washing and then share it with the world, dance and then clip it and then have other people and get really, you know, into it. Um, and then that went viral, was really, really cool. Like Emma Rossiano and some of her um, posts, uh, Facebook would reward me for that and my originality and would share that on and on and on. And there are uh, quite a few um, Facebook influencers that we, um, we see around the place that do do really cool, you know, skits and, and funny videos and impersonations and, um, and they do really well, not because they're spending millions of dollars on advertising to come up in your newsfeed, but because uh, Facebook is sharing and disseminating their videos further because their videos make people happy and they do well. They provoke um, a meaningful interactions. So that is really, really cool if you can achieve that and if you can be a little bit of a producer or have somebody help you with that. Um, because there's not a lot of people doing that well in this industry, actually. Can't think of anyone doing it well off the top of my head. Um, and look, that's fine. But um, in America and in other countries, there are uh, quite a few surgeons who, who do really well with creating um, their own, like the Doctor's TV show. So um, videos that you write, you shoot, you edit, are, con are considered original content creation. And that's the, the epitome. We want, um, we want original content. Uh, if it's original, it means that you're using your voice. So you can make it funny, you can make it formal, you can make it informal, um, you can talk about your, um, you know, your weaknesses, your strengths, uh, have your funny habits, um, you know, embrace whatever it is about you that's unique and, um, and use your, your brand voice. Um, stay away from copyright and trademark. If you have 
um, a copyright or a trademark that you're using, like for instance, you're watermarking your video or whatnot, um, you know, that's different. But, um, but don't be using other people's things. I would love nothing more than to, to play my, my Spotify <laughs> and, um, you know, do a little dance um, and, you know, have some sort of really funky, cool intro and exit. But if I did that, my video would get pulled down and my quality of my page would go down because um, I'm sure I'm not that creative that I can create, do a Tiger King and, and write and produce a song. Um, I would be using somebody else's song. So this does include background music. I cannot, you know, sing, use I'm Every Woman or, um, you know, do a little dance or whatever it is. Um, there are heaps of cool songs that you could use if you, if you were allowed to. So, um, and don't copy um, content. You can obviously use other posts as inspirations. I do this all the time and so many other people do. No one owns an idea. Um, but you need to create it um, and use it in your own way. You know, collecting inspiration from other, other posts, other influencers, other, um, you know, authorities and brand leaders and thought leaders is, is fantastic. It's, it's how we all grow and, and develop and, and create our own unique voice. But if you copy... You will uh, you will get into trouble and it will decrease your your page's reach and your page's quality. So um, it is okay if you do something in, in a creative way where you edit and voiceover. Like I'm thinking of Celeste Barber. Um, you know she really creatively reenacts um, someone who is is usually high end fashion and um, and she makes it really funny and also of course using voiceovers and whatnot but um, but your enhancements need to be well done well thought out uh, with purpose because um, if you're just stitching together something else that belongs to someone else and adding your name to it, um, it you won't be rewarded for creativity because that's not really creative. That's just copying and pasting someone else's, copying someone else's work and then pasting it together. Um, so um, another uh, tip is not to, so people think, oh, video, video, let's do video content. Yes, video is going to do amazing for us. Woo. Um, and, and they paste together photos. Pasting together a slow collage of photos in your iMovie on your phone is um, is not going to do it. That's not considered original, uh, meaningful post. So you need to, to do it in a in a fun uh, way and make it fast paced and and let people know that this is going to be a montage of photos because that's not really um, a video. Uh, and don't post duplicate content. Now some people are really cheeky and will screen record content from YouTube or Instagram or Facebook and then post it on their page as if it's their post. And that is just, um, you can nearly guarantee that if you're finding something on Instagram or YouTube that's already on Facebook, you just haven't found it or it hasn't popped up in your feed. So, um, you know, be cautious and, and don't intentionally post somebody else's. You know, reposting content is fine um, if it's acknowledging the original uh, source it's it's not going to do um, always do wonders for you You're better off doing that on Instagram but we're only talking about Facebook uh, Instagram's very different and obviously reposting content that's yours so if I post um, obviously I'm going to post this today in trust digital media if I then shared this to um, one, one of the groups or um, onto my personal Facebook page that would be okay that's fine but if I go and take um, somebody else's 
um, PowerPoint video that's like this and then slap it on my page as if it's mine, that is, that is not cool in any way and it's not creating anything meaningful. So um, you could be flagged for limited originality which sounds so awful. Um, and, you know, the quality of your page goes down every time you get flagged for something, for breaching, you know, community guidelines or standards, um, for copyright. Um, so you don't want to do that. So just stay clear. Be really cautious when it comes to Facebook, what you're reposting and how you're reposting it. Um, and loyalty. So the next thing we're talking about is loyalty, which is very, very, very important to grow your Facebook page and to increase your Facebook's reach. So the more people that come back and watch your content, the higher your content's distribution will be, uh, whether it's a week, whether it's week after week or episode to episode, Facebook take into account how many viewers return to watch your content. So as my live videos continue on every Wednesday for tea at two, if I have less and less and less people or I have no people every week or um, for the, the seven days between each one, uh, no one comes to watch my videos, then they're only going to stay on my page. And that's not a bad thing. I'm building video library and, you know, I'm gaining experience and I'm uh, using my voice and talking and, and filling my COVID time. But, um, if I had, say, um, 10 people watching the first week and then none the next week, that wouldn't be ideal. You would want to have 10 people and then maybe nine or eight or, you know, you'd want to actually be building on top of it. You'd want those 10 people to say to another 10, hey, this is really cool, you should follow this and you should watch these. Um, and often people will come back so they won't necessarily watch it at the time and that's fine so i've got the little picture here because you you really want that direct referral of someone to say hey follow this page it's really good or uh t it too it was so valuable even though i watch it at midnight on the following day or whatever so uh, retention frequency and retention are important in your clinic because you obviously, as a, as a non-surgical business, you not surgical, clearly, uh, you want people to come back. You want them to come in for their three, six monthly, um, or maybe even weekly or fortnightly, depending what your clinic does. But you want them to come back and maintain their skincare plan or their aesthetic plan. Uh, Exactly the same with Facebook. You want people to continue to check into your page. They may be checking into your page because they're expecting a weekly live video. They may come frequently because they're expecting to see specials updated or um, latest before and after photos. But whatever it is, there's, there's a reason, there's something that you're giving that user that continually brings them back and, um, and retains them. So uh, when you have people drop off, there are either people that you've attracted through a competition that didn't have any, didn't resonate with you at all in the first place. They only followed you because they wanted to win a car, or um, people who have thought, "No, this person's actually not for me. I don't resonate with them. They're annoying, or her voice is annoying, or I just don't like her, um, or him." I'm saying her because I'm saying about myself. There'll be people who won't want to watch my videos and that's fine because there are heaps of great marketers out there um, and, and heaps of intelligent uh, people in our industry that can help you with all these sorts of things. Um, and there'll be other people who 
who will think, oh, yes, no, I like what, what she's saying and I, I want to watch, so therefore I retain that person. Um, how frequently viewers re uh, return and how many viewers you retain on a weekly basis will increase your uh, reach if that number is going up. If it's going down continually, then that's not ideal. And we can all look at ways that we can improve, including myself. Um, so we need to post consistently. And what I mean by this is every week I'm doing tea at two on Wednesday. Okay, I've been late every week. <laughs> um, but, um, but it's tea on two at Wednesday. It's consistent. I'm not just jumping on and doing a live over here and then maybe here and then maybe here and no one knows when she's going to jump on, but hey, she randomly jumps on. Um, I do do that on Instagram sometimes. I'll think, oh, you know, we're at a conference or wherever we are. We're going to do a live. We're going to do a live. I, want to, I have something important to say. Um, and generally on Instagram or, or um, you know, Facebook on my other page on Trusted Surgeons, I will only jump on and do a live if I have something important to say. So my followers know that, um, that I'm, I'm jumping on and I'm doing a live because I'm at a clinic or I'm at a conference or I have somebody I'm talking to that I really uh, want you to hear what they have to say. Um, and and that's that's fine too. But if you're trying to grow the page, and which I did do initially with trusted surgeons when I was trying to grow the page, I was doing exactly what I'm doing now, the hard slog, where you literally do a live every single week or multiple um, a week or a month or a fortnight, whatever it is, but it was very, very consistent and expected. Um, Respond to, oh, on that, before I move, I did meet a lady, I think her name was Tina Sparkles. Anyway, she, um, I met her at a marketing conference and her whole entire business was around teaching people how to do a live video um, and, you know, the, the benefits of doing live videos, which are free. And she did a challenge herself and this is how she grew her Facebook page to astronomical um, number I forget what it was but I think it was over a hundred thousand people and um, and it was a lot of engagement it was um, you know really well done page uh, what she did was a live video every day so she made a a promise a, a, um, a pact with her audience that I'm gonna come on and I'm gonna talk every single day about my journey as a, as a female entrepreneur who is um, moving into the world of coaching and every single day, even if she didn't feel like it or even if she didn't have the camera on herself and, you know, was filming the dog or, you know, the neighbourhood or whatever, every single day she came on and shared her thoughts. So this video diary that she had created of live videos that evolved over the 12 months um, attracted a huge audience, you know, first few months no one's watching and no one cares what are you what you're doing and how you're doing it but um but obviously over time people became to trust her know her like her and um you know want to follow her page and see her at the same time every single day um i thought of doing it <laughs> oh my gosh i just couldn't i just couldn't um so um so look it is it is tough but respond to comments and questions so um you can turn a casual viewer who might just watch the odd live video into a loyal viewer uh, we mentioned this earlier and this is so important whether it's a video or it's just a post you really need to talk 
to your fans on a personal level, one-to-one. And what I mean by that is sometimes people will run up, and I actually did do training on this with a, a clinic, um, oh my God, about a year, maybe a year and a half ago, and they had a significant difference in their conversions. And this is something I see all the time where um, people will say to me, oh, the market is not very good. You know, I get all these leads and they say to me, every month they tell me or every week they tell me, you know, you had all these leads and um, they mustn't be very good quality leads because none of them turn into appointments. I don't have more bums on seats. I don't have more bodies on beds. So I don't know where they're getting these leads from. I said, oh, okay, well, what, what is your, your nurturing process? How do you convert the client from the lead? And, and this is where the... Um, the pillars tend to fall out. Anyway, um, so what they were doing was they were, when they had a comment on Facebook, they would reply, we have DM'd you. That was it. And then I saw, you know, you need to make it more personal. You need to remember that you're, you're talking, if you were talking to someone's face and they asked you a question, how much is it for your laser hair removal package? I would not say back to your face, I DM'd you. Um, you just wouldn't, you wouldn't say, mm, I've DM'd you. Um, and then another one was um, when they said, oh, no, no, okay, we, we've, we're getting better at this now. You know, look at our, look at our comments. And, and this was, you know, after just a flippant comment by me, you know, you need, this is something you need to, obviously, because I was looking at the full journey. So this is just one thing you need to work on. But the next one was, uh, we've improved. Now we're saying, hello, Nicole. Thank you for commenting on our post. We would love to see you in the clinic. We have sent you a DM with the information. Thank you, Nicole's clinic team. So when you, when you end a message, whether it's a private message or a public message with, um, you know, a trusted digital media team, from the trusted digital media team or from the TDM team, um, from Nicole's clinic team, um, you're not taking accountability for that conversation. Anybody in your team, it could be an automated message. It could be, you know, the person on reception. It could be the, the doctor. It could be the nurse. It could be the beauty therapist. Who knows who it is? It's just the team. You need to take accountability and make the, the message personal. You need to respond. Hi, Nicole. Thanks so much for your inquiry. Our pricing ranges from... $20 to $100, we provide a complimentary consultation for all uh, laser hair removal surface, um, services and packages. We would, be we would love to see you in the clinic for, or um, would be happy to chat. Um, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. I've also sent you a direct message. Warmest regards, Nicole. All of a sudden that message is a real person because I have replied as Nicole. And when I manage people's pages, I do this and I write, uh, warmest regards, Nicole. And then I put in brackets, social media representative of. And I let people know I'm representing this surgeon. And I actually introduce myself and say, hi, my name's Nicole. I work for Dr. Blah Blah and help him with his or her, with her social media, I'm unqualified to answer this question. However, I have passed this on to his reception who will contact you tomorrow or who will contact you or whatever. Or I will say, you know, thank you so much 
uh, if I do know the answer. My name's Nicole. I look after the social media. However, this is a really easy question. I can tell you that the pricing for explant surgery is between this and this. I would love to um, have, discuss a consultation as every patient's journey is unique and we do like to provide individualised care. If you would like to speak to, I don't know, let's just say Tamara, if you would like to speak to Tamara, our clinical nurse, I'd love to organise that for you. Please let me know your uh, name. Uh, sorry, please let me know your best contact number and email and we'll try and set something up. And then the person will come back, oh, no, it's okay, thank you, just looking for pricing. Or they'll come back and say, thanks so much, Nicole. Here's my uh, number and here's my email. I look forward to hearing from Tamara because you've got real people here in this process um, and it's all part of the patient journey, all about building rapport. So I'm getting so off topic here. Um, don't pay for followers. This is um, another big no-no and I think most people have, have made this mistake because we all want to get, you know, popular quick. Um, but um, I consider doing a competition, asking people to like, follow, share, um, exactly the same as paying for followers, but technically it's not, it's baiting. Um, so follow my page and you'll win is considered clickbait, don't do it. Um, subtitle uh, is an added advantage. So um, if you can subtitle, you can use Facebook to subtitle videos. I could use Facebook um, editor, video editor after this and subtitle this, but oh my gosh, I talk too much. So <laughs> it would be too much for me. But there is a great company in Sydney called The Substation that I've used many times. And um, you send them your video and they will embed the subtitles or you can have, um, you can have the subtitles simply done. And it, it depends how you want to work your video. Um, and look, that's a great option if you can afford to, to outsource because, of course, they're really good and they're real people. Um, there are heaps of AI platforms that will subtitle for you. But remember, it is AI. It's, some, it's a computer trying to pick up on the, the words. So you will have to go through and check it because there will be some mistakes, um, especially when you've got inf inflections and, um, you know, little things. So all of us love to watch videos on the toilet. I mean, please, surely I'm not the only one. This is not a picture of me, but <laughs> she does have nice legs. So I wouldn't mind if you thought it was me and nails. Um, anyway, so, um, yes, I know I'm not the only one who sits on the toilet watching videos <laughs> on Facebook, um, and we know that from the statistics. So. Um, Facebook will show your video to more people if it is over three minutes and uh, tells a story. Facebook are all about storytelling. And, um, and that's what any good movie or TV show or, um, you know, comedian or whatever does. They, um, they tell you a story and that story captivates you. You might learn, you might laugh, you might cry, um, but it's engaging and it's meaningful. So um, Facebook will always prioritise a, um, a video that's over three mi minutes and um, that's, you know, compelling. So the more people that watch it for over 33 seconds, um, the more that your video is going to get disseminated. So, um, oh, goodness. So I have definitely um, strived for done over perfection. Um, I can see a typo here, but make sure your uh, videos opening, build up, tension, pacing, um, 
and pay off in way will pay off sorry in ways that um, will catch your viewers attention and hold it to the end so you're you're opening you're letting them know that you know this is going up I'm talking to you about Facebook optimization this is how long it's going to take I'm going to start in a couple of minutes if you want to scroll through me waffling and um, this is what I'm going to cover today and then, of course, um, if I was creating um, a piece of content, for instance, a patient journey or a surgical procedure, you would want to add some suspense and tension in there and, and you know, really get into that editing. And, and no one does this really well. And there's so many great um, ideas and so many great videographers and producers and editors out there that I, I'm not quite sure why people don't invest more in that. I think because it doesn't have an immediate ROI. Um, so don't uh, bait viewers. So even if I even if I'm in a video, um, I shouldn't be be baiting you to do something. I shouldn't be saying to you, "Have you downloaded my latest?" Um, you know, please tag whatnot. Um, so if you face if Facebook have ways to detect um, and demote um, artificial attempts to boost watch times by exaggerating details. And um, it, it's, it's quite remarkable what Facebook can do and they do constantly troll because uh, if Facebook wasn't providing value and meaning to people's lives, um, we wouldn't have it. It just wouldn't last. It would just flop and dizzle out and die. So Facebook needs to retain us as users and, um, and this is how they do that by preventing clickbait. If you continually get clickbait, you, you are going to eventually turn off Facebook. Just like when you, you know, get a crap load of, of flies in your mailbox and you just throw them straight in the bin because you're so used to getting them. You get them all the time, you know, maybe the first few you read, um, but you just think, oh, I can't even be bothered. And it's the same with magazines that are filled with ads. You're like, yeah, whatever, I know what's going to be in this. It's just going to be filled with ads and there's nothing of real value or substance. Um, so you, you lose, they lose you. They lose your engagement. And Facebook don't want that to happen. No, no engagement means no money, means no ads being sold. Um, don't post videos that are not videos. I did actually already uh, mention this, but um, you know, you can be really clever about how you do things with photos. And there are heaps of apps to help you with that. Um, so see, see how you're doing. You need to check in, uh, not just do. And the easiest, simplest, best way to do that is through um, Facebook itself. Uh, if you have a third-party platform, you know, Hootsuite, HubSpot, um, you know, oh, my God, there's so many, Sprout Social. Um, if you have a, a third-party platform that does collect data and analytics for you, that's great. Um, but Facebook Loyalty Insights will tell you how many followers are returning to your page, how long they're staying, um, how many you're losing, and um, how long people are watching your videos, which is very important. And it can often be misleading. People say, oh, we've had millions and millions of views. You think, hmm, and maybe 999,000 of those views only watch the video for two, three seconds. It only takes three seconds to be counted as a view. So I am um, wrapping up now. And as you probably already know, but if not, my name is Nicole Montgomery and I am a social media stylist. I um, am also a registered nurse and um, qualified beauty therapist by Elle Bache. 
so I have been in the industry quite a long time and um, have quite a deep insight into the uh, patient's journey, having worked uh, within a few different clinics and um, including a boot factory, which of course churned out a lot of patients. So my base is in Sydney. You can contact me by phone or by email or by messaging me uh, through Facebook if you would like any tiles done for you, any um, templates, any coaching, any social media management, or if you just want to ask me a question or have a cup of tea, I'm always up for a cup of tea, hence why we do tea at two, because I love tea. Um, I thought this was a great quote for the time that we're in, very relative to now. Um, a lot of people are on their phones at the moment, a lot of people are connecting via the internet. I'm connecting with you right now via the internet. And, um, and soon, eventually, we will all be back at work. We will all be out and about. We will all be back to zipping all over town and going on holidays and, you know, having digital detoxes and whatnot. And when that happens, we will not get the same reaches and engagement that we can potentially be getting now. So um, the internet is not a luxury. It is a necessity. And that is so true, if not now, um, if not all the time, which it is, but more so now than ever. And, um, and we um, are certainly taking advantage of it as a necessity. It is the only way that we can connect with people whilst we're in isolation. So I um, highly encourage you um, not to strive for perf um, perfection. Be perfectly imperfect. Now, you can do this by simply just posting and just getting yourself out there or there are free resources available. Everything in my slide today came from free resources. The majority of my slide came, slides came from Facebook IQ and Facebook Business. So this, um, I can't tell you how to increase your reach on a Facebook page from, um, I don't know, WhatsApp you know, researching on WhatsApp. Um, so the information that I have given today is, is all a reference back to um, Facebook IQ and Facebook business because I want Facebook to tell me how they prioritise um, where they post, what they post and who gets more um, reach. And, of course, Facebook um, Creator Studio. So there are free resources available. I strongly encourage you to use those free resources if you... Um, have the, the time and the patience. If you've enjoyed listening to the brand spanking new podcast today, we'd love for you to leave a review. Simply open your podcast app and click five stars.